Hello and welcome to the Confidence Fighter podcast. I'm delighted to announce that the Confidence Fighter has been nominated at the British Podcast Awards in the Bullseye category. Thank you so much to all my listeners out there for your endless support and encouragement and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello and today I'm delighted to welcome Georgia McNaught as my special guest on the Confidence Fighter. Georgia, can you tell me a bit about yourself and your story? Okay, um, so I am London, born and bred. I am a teacher. Um, um, I will start back at the beginning. So I went to school in Fulham. I actually went to Hurlingham School and I moved around a lot. I think I went to six different primary schools. I then went to one secondary school and from there I went straight into teaching. So I went straight to my first school and I was a teaching assistant, I was in sport. And I worked at that school for about eight years. I met my husband at that school mm. and got married at 23. I then got divorced at 25. I then met my wife at that same school before I then moved to a secondary school. Um, and really enjoyed that, but wasn't quite for me. And then I ended up at Hurlingham, which I absolutely love now, but always been a teacher, never been anything else and always followed sport and then PSHE side of things. What's the biggest risk you've ever taken? Biggest risk I've ever taken was probably leaving my ex-husband because it was a very difficult thing to do. He told me that he made me feel like I wasn't that amazing and that if I left him, I would never ever find anyone else and I would always be alone. And that really scared me. And so I thought by leaving him, that would be the case, but I knew it'd be the right thing to do. So I took the risk and I did leave him and actually my life has turned out perfectly from doing that. So it was a risk worth taking. If you were to give advice to your teenage self, what would it be and why? Um, I think I would have liked to not care as much. So I think, I think as teenagers, you hold on to lots of little things that are upsetting you in your life and lots of things go wrong and we make them out to be huge, big things. But in the grand scheme of things, they're not that big and we can get through anything that's thrown at us. So just to relax a little bit more would have been great as a teenager. <laughs> Not worry so much. Yeah. What's the biggest mistake you've made and how did you overcome it? I don't really believe in mistakes, actually. I think that everything happens for a reason. So thinking <clears throat> about any mistakes I've made, I've made lots and lots of mistakes but I think every mistake has led me where I am. So, I mean, I made a mistake of getting married super, super young. Um, but if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have met my wife because that led me there. So I think every mistake we make builds us as a person and we wouldn't know what we'd be like without making the mistakes. So no mistakes, all just life learning lessons. Yeah. As a teacher, how do you build confidence in the children you teach? Um, I think 
promoting a sense of self-love is very important. So making sure that everyone realizes that they're important because everyone's been given a life. So we might as well use our lives. And if we love and respect ourselves, then we're gonna feel more confident. We're gonna go out there and go for more things because we think we're worth it. So I think building that confidence by making people look at themselves and think what they like about themselves rather than what they dislike and understanding that everyone is different, everyone's built differently, works differently, and how you do it is the right way for you. And no one should ever tell you otherwise. What are some of the tools in your toolbox when you are lacking confidence? I think, what do I do when I lack confidence? The biggest thing I do is, I'll always, I always remember that I'm my own best friend. I have to be my own best friend because I'm with myself all the time. So if I get annoyed by myself, it's never going to be a very good relationship there. So I think just being my friend, you know, supporting myself. <clears throat> but also I think if I lack confidence in a certain situation, I will think in my head of someone who I would want to be in that situation. So if I had to deliver a big speech, I would think, right, I'm going to be Ruth Bader Ginsburg and I'm going to go in and I'm going to say it like it is. And I'll have a character or a person in my head which I will try and impersonate and that will help build my confidence or Cleopatra or someone who's super strong and just try and take some of their strength and build it into myself. And that always helps. What's the scariest thing you've ever done? This is a really hard question because if I think of the things I'm scared of, I mean, I immediately think of spiders, but I've never actually <laughs> held one or anything like that. So even though that would be a terrifying thing for me, I've never done it. Um, but in life, I think the scariest thing I've done that really I was terrified of, and I was terrified of for about a year before I actually ended up doing anything about it, was telling my grandmother about my new relationship with a woman because she was extremely religious and a very Catholic, Roman Catholic from Vatican City itself. And I absolutely loved her. She was my favorite person in my whole life. And I didn't know how she was going to react. And I was terrified, terrified. And it took me a year to do it. And actually, she was amazing. And she was so supportive and so lovely. And I thought, why didn't I do I wasted a year of, of being feeling like I was lying to you. But it was absolutely terrifying to do. Because I think when you love someone so much and you care so much about their opinion of you, it's really scary to maybe jeopardize that but actually she loved me for who I was and that was that but definitely terrifying if you weren't a teacher what job would you do uh definitely an actor always wanted to be an actor <clears throat> always wanted to be an actress I should say um, that was what I studied at school that's what I originally went to uni to study and it's something I've loved all of my life as acting but I just thought it was always too hard to get into I suppose I never believed in myself that much that I would actually get very far, so never tried. But in another universe, I think I'd try. If you were to go back to uni, what would you study? I think I would go for something that doesn't have any links to anything. And I think I'd go for something like anthropology, which is a study of people and cultures, because I really love getting to know people and how they do things. I think it's fascinating to know about different people yeah. and what they do. 
and anthropology i think is you know you go you travel you can go around the world to see how different cultures do things different tribes and you get to understand a bit about how people think from different places and i just think it's really interesting so why not do something that interests you for a couple of years yeah what's your best nugget of advice for girls like me who would be struggling with confidence i would say be kind to yourself you don't beat yourself up for little things and and understand that obstacles are going to come into your life you can't stop hard things coming but you can deal with them in a way that's you know, nice to yourself and you know you've got to have a little conversations with yourself so if you are thinking i can't do it i can't do it you, you say yes i can and we've got this amazing ability in our brains to actually brainwash ourselves if you're so negative on yourself you start to believe the no negatives you can do that with positives as well so you can say to yourself i am amazing i am great at this i can do this and then you'll you'll start to believe that and because it's true and we we feel guilty for saying nice things to ourselves but we shouldn't and so i would say be nice to yourself be kind to yourself and speak positively to yourself there's all conversations we have in our brains all the time they should be nice conversations not mean conversations and they definitely shouldn't underestimate you you should always go for anything you want to go for and if you fail you fail but at least you tried and then you can continue trying and you'll learn and you'll move in different directions from each failure what would you like people to say about you at your funeral which is hopefully a long way away i think i'd want the word kind in there because i i do love mm -hmm. being kind I, I think it's if everyone was kind in this world we would never have any problems and every religion could live positively every culture could live positively because everyone's kind but I think I'd also want that I've made some kind of difference, even if it's in, you know, my children's lives or in teaching, just a little difference. As long as I made a difference somewhere and I was on this earth for some reason, then I'm happy and I've gone out well. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to me today. Not a problem. Thank you for having me on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Confidence Fighter and you're using Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate a rating and review because this means other young girls can find this podcast more easily. Don't forget to subscribe. See you next time.